You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Here are the stories we're following today. We begin with the latest developments in the investigation into the door panel blowout on a Boeing 737 MAX 9. Bloomberg's John Tucker is here with the latest. John? And Nathan, more and more the focus is turning to bolts and whether they were properly tightened as the NTSB tries to find answers to how that unused door panel blew off that Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 over Portland. Another airline says it's found loose bolts. United confirms it found loose bolts after inspecting identical door plugs as the one that blew out on the Alaska plane. NTSB Chairman Jennifer Hamendi. We are aware of the reports of that are coming back from the inspections from United and Alaska and Boeing. Our team is collecting that information and there will be some follow-up from the inspections. It's unclear how many loose bolts were found. The NTSB may now broaden the probe into other MAX 9 jets beyond the Alaska Airlines model on which the accident occurred. It intensifies scrutiny of the manufacturing process at Boeing and its key supplier, Spirit Aerosystems, which makes the fuselage for the 737 MAX. I'm John Tucker, Bloomberg Radio. All right, John, thanks. Well, another major story that we're following this morning involves a high-stakes court hearing in Washington, D.C. Lawyers for Donald Trump will spar with federal prosecutors over whether the former president is immune from charges of trying to overturn the 2020 election results. Bloomberg's Amy Morris has more from Washington. Oral arguments are set for today before a three-judge panel with the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit over whether Donald Trump Trump is shielded from prosecution for his actions before and during the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Now, Trump said on social media he planned to attend, but he is not expected to address the court. The judges could hand down their ruling at any time after the hearing, and a ruling in favor of Trump could be a fatal blow to the Justice Department's efforts to try him. While either side has the right to appeal, neither the full D.C. court nor the U.S. Supreme Court are required to take the case. So this court's ruling could be the final word. In Washington, Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio. Okay, Amy, thank you. Well, staying in Washington, bipartisan anger is building against Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. We get that story from Bloomberg's Dan Schwartzman. Politicians on both sides of the aisle are demanding answers as to why Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin failed to let anyone know he was hospitalized on New Year's Day. The retired general didn't even let the White House know he was at Walter Reed Medical Center for four days. The Pentagon's 
Knew a day after that Austin was hospitalized, but did not tell the White House, Congress, or even the Deputy Defense Secretary for several days. Republican Senator Susan Collins from Maine says it's, quote, inexplicable that the Secretary's condition remains shrouded in secrecy, while Massachusetts Democrat Seth Moulton says it's astounding that the President and Austin's own deputy didn't know he was in the hospital. According to White House spokesman John Kirby, President Biden has no plans to replace Austin. Dan Schwartzman, Bloomberg Radio. All right, Dan, thanks. Now to the latest developments in the Middle East. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says Houthi militants will face consequences if they continue to attack ships in the Red Sea. He told reporters that more violence will be detrimental for the region. It's clearly not in the interest of anyone, Israel, Lebanon, Hezbollah for that matter, uh, to uh, to see this escalate and to see an actual conflict. And the Israelis have been very clear with us that They want to find a diplomatic way forward. Secretary of State Antony Blinken meets with Israel's leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, later today. Let's turn back to markets now, Karen. As you mentioned, futures are lower following yesterday's rally on Wall Street that saw the Nasdaq surge more than 2%. In Asia, the Nikkei in Japan closed at its highest level in 34 years. Meanwhile, Nathan, former bond king Bill Gross is signaling he is now steering clear of treasuries. In a post on X, Gross said 10-year treasury yields at 4 percent are overvalued. Gross made millions late last year after a big bet the Fed would pivot toward interest rate cuts for 2024. Well, Karen, the president's top economic advisor says the White House's work is not done when it comes to lowering prices for American consumers. Lyle Brainerd spoke with Joe Weisenthal and Tracy Alloway on the Bloomberg Odd Lots podcast. Some prices have not come down, and we're fighting pretty hard to get those prices to come down. One area that really is difficult for Americans is health care. White House Economic Advisor Lyle Brainerd adds the administration will use its position to continue calling out corporations who aren't passing along cost savings to consumers. For the full conversation, download the latest edition of Bloomberg Odd Lots. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts. And shares of NVIDIA closed at a record high. The company's chip technology dominates in data centers used to create artificial intelligence software. Now NVIDIA's announced new products to help the personal computer industry lure consumers with AI PCs. Another chip maker in the spotlight this morning, Nathan. Samsung Electronics has posted its sixth straight quarter of declining operating profit. The results underscore how demand for smartphones and the memory chips remains sluggish given economic uncertainty. And shares of Match are up more than 8% in early trading. That says the Wall Street Journal reports Elliott Investment Management has built a stake of about a billion dollars in the dating app company. Time now for a look at some of the other stories making news around the world. And for that, we're joined by Bloomberg's Amy Morris. Amy, good morning. Good morning, Karen. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was in Eagle Pass, Texas, to meet with elected leaders and Border Patrol agents at the southern U.S. border. Now, he says it's too early to tell if the significant drop in border crossings over the past week is related to the holiday season or stepped-up enforcement operations in Mexico. Our immigration system is outdated and broken and has been in need of reform for literally decades. On this, everyone agrees. 
Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema, an independent who has been central in negotiations, says she's not sure whether text is going to be available, but she hopes there will be something to present this week. House Republicans are pushing to impeach Mayorkas. Senate Republicans want him to help cut a border security deal. President Biden, meanwhile, moving to win back black voters. Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons has more on his trip to South Carolina. President Biden delivered remarks at Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina, where white supremacists killed nine people in 2015. Biden says our country must deal with racism. All it is is a poison throughout our history. It's ripped this nation apart. This has no place in America. Not today, tomorrow, or ever. Biden's favorability among black voters in seven swing states has slipped seven percentage points since October to 61 percent in December. That's according to a Bloomberg News morning consult poll. In Washington, Nancy Lyons, Bloomberg Radio. Now, former President Trump wants his supporters to give him a definitive win in Iowa. Even with a commanding lead in the polls with less than a week before the caucuses, Trump stressed turnout. The people of this state are going to cast the most important vote of your entire lives. I believe that, too, very much. I used to say that 2016, and I believed it then, and now I believe this is even much more important. The Trump campaign believes a decisive Iowa victory would put pressure on his GOP rivals to drop out. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley have failed to gain much significant ground in the Iowa polls against Trump. Next up, New Hampshire, January 23rd. That's where Nikki Haley has been gaining more momentum while still trailing Trump. Global News 24 hours a day and whenever you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Amy Morris and this is Bloomberg. Karen. All right, Amy, thank you. We do bring you news throughout the day here on Bloomberg Radio, but now you can get the latest news on demand whenever you want it. Subscribe to Bloomberg News Now to get the latest headlines at the click of a button. Get informed on your schedule. You can listen and subscribe to Bloomberg News Now on the Bloomberg Business app, Bloomberg.com, plus Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Time now for the Bloomberg Sports Update. Here's John Stashauer. John. Karen, the Michigan Wolverines, national champions in college football. In Houston, they beat Washington 34-13. It was a quick start for Michigan. First two possessions were both Donovan Edwards touchdown runs. They covered 41 and 43 yards. Michigan didn't get into the end zone again until the fourth quarter. Blake Corum scored, capping a 71-yard drive, and later Corum scored again, coming after Mike Stanrosil's 81-yard interception return. Washington star quarterback Michael Penix Jr., 27 of 51, did have two interceptions. Michigan goes 15-0, wins the national title for the first time since 1997, and the question now is if Jim Harbaugh returns as coach or heads back to the NFL. The Washington Commanders looking for a new coach after they had the second worst record in the NFL. They've got new ownership and Ron Rivera fired after four years on the job. Carolina Panthers already knew they were looking for a new coach. Now a GM as well as the Panthers fired general manager Scott Fitterer. Celtics got 40 points from Jalen Brown but lost at Indiana 133 to 131. The Pacers lost their star player Tyrese Halliburton a hamstring injury. He's headed for an MRI. John Morant is headed for a season-ending shoulder surgery. Memphis's star guard was suspended for the first 25 games of the season and ends up only playing nine games on the year. Wizards' 30th loss of the year, beaten by Oklahoma City 136-128. to The Bruins lost at Colorado 4-3 in a shootout. John Stashauer, Bloomberg Sports. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. 
It's dedication, it's fortitude, and it's the work, passion, and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. From coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco, Boston to Washington, D.C., nationwide on Sirius XM, the Bloomberg Business App, and Bloomberg.com, this is Bloomberg Daybreak. Good morning. I'm Nathan Hager. Boeing is working to get its 737 MAX 9 jets back in the air after the FAA ordered them temporarily grounded following last week's door panel blowout. But the investigation into the cash cow for Boeing is finding more installation issues, maybe, than just the ones on that Alaska Airlines flight. For more, we're joined now by Bloomberg News Global Aviation Head Benedict Camel. Thanks for being here, Benedict. Uh, get us caught up on the investigation so far. Good morning. So we heard from the NTSB again yesterday. They're holding daily press briefings um, to give the latest update. And, and what we heard yesterday is that, indeed, uh, they are still focused on this particular Alaska air aircraft, but they've said that they might well be looking more deeply at other aircraft, um, broad, more broadly than, than just the 737 MAX 9. Um, right now, the focus remains very much on that door panel, on that on that. that plug, as they call it, that came flying out. And they're trying to determine what exactly caused that component to come loose. Uh, one thing that they did say was they are focused intensely on the bolts that are uh, sort of affixing that particular component. And speaking of bolts, we have heard from United Air and from Alaska that they've found some loose bolts on their aircraft. So obviously, that's sort of the area around which uh, the investigation is focused right now. How unusual is it to see these signs of improper tightening on an aircraft like this? Is this part of the reason why we're getting the getting these suggestions that the investigation could go beyond the MAX 9? 
absolutely. And this is obviously something you don't want to find on an aircraft, but sadly it's something that they have found, not just in this case, but also in previous uh, um, sort of investigations where they looked at improper manufacturing. We had a misaligned uh, drilling holes on some 737s last year. Then we had some loose bolts in another part of a plane. So these defects appear to come up again and again and you have to remember the MAX, the 737 MAX has a very sort of fragile reputation after these two crashes that happened almost five years ago. A lot of people still somewhat squeamish about that aircraft and an Airbus uh, not Airbus, Boeing had mm. managed to repair that re reputation but somewhat fragilely and um, the question now is will that pull, pull them back into a hole? How can they emerge from that? Those are a lot of things are trying to walk through right now. Yeah, it raises the question about whether Boeing could be running into a crisis of confidence with flyers. Is that the is that the concern for Boeing? That is very much the concern. I mean, we've seen the crisis of confidence on the side of the investors. If you look at what happened with the stock yesterday, it took a deep tumble. Uh, Spirit Aerosystems, that's the company that makes the fuselage for the 737 is by, and is by far Boeing's most important supplier. They also dropped quite sharply yesterday. So there is a real crisis in confidence for the time being. It's uh, the, the focus is very much sort of on the investor side, on the financial side. But if this spreads into a bigger crisis, say uh, the flight the flying public, and then the customers, ultimately, um, that will obviously be something very hard for Boeing to get back from. This had been the year, or supposed to be the year, of the great comeback of, of Boeing. They've, they've had a couple of difficult years, as I said, um, but they'd managed to get their manufacturing back in order. Um, the orders and deliveries are back. They'd planned to really increase the output rate of the 737. All of these things were sort of what lay ahead for them for this year, and right now, it looks as if things will certainly slow down for them quite a bit. The FAA, which is, is the regulator in the US, they're saying, not so fast. We want to make sure this plane is ready to fly again before we can unground it. And, and Boeing has to sort of comply with that. Is this something that could put the relationship between Boeing and Spirit Aerosystems in jeopardy? I mean, where could the blame potentially lie for this? Got about a minute left. It's a difficult uh, relationship that these two companies have. Spirit used to be part of Boeing, then it was spun out, but they're still very much sort of entwined, and they're locked in a slightly unhappy marriage here. Um, they Obviously, Boeing needs to have very close quality controls at Spirit to make sure that the products that get shipped over to Boeing meet their standards, and that's something that hasn't always been the case in the past. So Boeing really needs to tighten the screws, as it were, on Spirit and make sure that they have the right people there, they have the right controls. They're there's new management at that company. Ultimately, the buck stops with Boeing. They need to have the final sign-off on the plane. So sure, you can blame Spirit and point your finger as much as you want at them, but the plane is ultimately sold by Boeing, so they need to, need to make sure that their network is uh, up to snuff. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Today, your morning brief on the stories making news from Wall Street to Washington and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed at 6 a.m. Eastern each morning on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning starting at 5 a.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg 1130 in New York, Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, Bloomberg 1061 in Boston, and Bloomberg 960 in San Francisco. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. 
Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM, the iHeartRadio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Nathan Hager. And I'm Karen Moscow. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcast, And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+.